please uh, let's pray individually please pray for me for accuracy then pray that we are listening to god we are listening to the holy spirit and not what this boy is going to say this evening that the word of god will meet us at the point of our needs i think whenever somebody is teaching us we feel like the person has attained them which is wrong so let's just pray that dear god please let this evening be worth it don't let it be that we came here and then we just just to pass time For in Jesus' name we've prayed. All right, so, like I asked us, like, what, what, what was the first thing that came to mind when you heard the topic against all odds? Do we need to separate you guys? All right. Against all odds, right? The first thing that comes to mind, like they've been echoing, is against all basketballs. We don't know what basketballs is, like all the struggle against all that. But then, can we have more expressions to it? We have only 30 minutes and then we are done. Can we have more expressions to it? Anybody? We are going to be doing this together. It's not a rabbi teacher something. So anybody? Okay, getting through our times, difficulties, all right? Rising above the ashes. Okay, that's that's dope. <laughs> All right. So, in your mind right now, okay, going again through disappointment. In your mind right now, I want you to scan through with your Bible knowledge. Uh, amongst the character in the Bible, who do you think matches this category? Joe. Okay, that's good. Let's have like four. David. Joshua and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb. Okay. Gideon. It, it feels as the whole Bible is filled with that kind Jesus. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Even in Jamaica. Ow. <laughs> Praise God. Boy, didn't try off. Even Judas. Boy, failed. In Jamaica. All right. All right. So let's let's. All right, against all hearts, has to end in good. It cannot end in bad, right? It has to end in goodness. So today, nobody mentioned the character we are going to be studying. So let me introduce this character to us. I will just give us some clue, then get into it. So this character is a, a very inspiring one. One that went from, one that went into uh, politics, like became a ruler. She said Daniel, Joseph. but not Daniel. Okay, Joseph. So we are going to be taking the story of Joseph. How many of us love the story of Joseph? It's my favorite personally. I love it. It's always inspiring anytime I remember him. But what we can get from Joseph's story is a lot. We can use it for prosperity message. We can use it for uh, spirituality, obedience, service. We can use it for all of that. But the mixture of all of that will give us against all odd kind of vibe, right? Like somebody that had it rough, but then they made it out, and then they are like showing the glory of God amongst men. Praise God. So uh, a quick quiz. I came with goodies, though. You know, I like to do goodies a lot. So I'll be doing some giveaway if you catch some, all right? So quickly scan. 
What chapters of the Bible can we get the story of Joseph from? Genesis. Where in Genesis? 24. She said what? 24. She said 24. Can somebody open 24? <laughs> that was the random guess. Okay. 44. He said 44. One more. <laughs> Does Genesis have 51, please? <laughs> Praise God. She said 20, 20, what did you say? 24. It's definitely not 24. And it's not 23. Thank you very much. 37 to 50. Thank you very much. Please celebrate, celebrate him. 37, we already got an answer. Praise God. Which one was it in? 37 to 50. Throughout the whole of Joseph. That's where the story of Joseph and everything that happened there uh, pertains to the life of Joseph. Praise God. All right, because of our time, let's keep through it. I don't think uh, you need my. I don't think you need my giveaway. As you, you don't get to give away. You All right, praise God. So we are familiar with where the, uh, the Bible talked about this guy Joseph. So what we are going to be looking at today. Praise God. It's going to be touching what his struggles were, what his weaknesses were, what his strength was, and then what we can pick and apply to ourselves. Because Bible stories might just be stories if we are not being inspired to understand how we can apply them to, my, to our lives. So I'm praying that today we are going to apply them in Jesus' name. Amen. So as young people living in Nigeria, right, it can sometimes feel like all odds are stacked against us, right? All odds. The economy, the government. Like somebody like me had to be in the university for nine years instead of four years. That's a lot of things to break down on. So if you like, even if you study here, you are just hoping that things will be good. Especially when all your friends are jackpot and then you are still here. Praise God. So we may face uh, challenges related to a lot of things like family. The family can be the odds against us sometimes, right? People from um, maybe a family that was Muslim and now they are Christians. People of faith can like have some odds against them. Or people that are from, uh, from the gutter, right? That they can't even afford from the streets. They can't even afford the basic things in life. Praise God. It can be many things. Can we mention some of the things that can be odds against us, aside from the one I said, family, then we have backgrounds, then we have the education, our minds. our minds, which is very personal, health, okay, and so on and so forth. I'm glad we are all on the same page here. So like, like I have in my notes here, the age can be an odd against us. For example, you are working in an establishment where there are whole people, and then when you're trying to bring ideas to the table, it's, what do you know? This is how we are running things here, right? And then our character as well can also be the hold against us, right? And then many other things like what we have mentioned. So when we view life from a perspective that is different from the one that gave us life, life will be difficult. Life will be meaningless. Life will be unbearable sometimes. When you try to like, why are we living here? What is the point of all this? Do I, if you're on the same page with me now, like, I will walk, 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 and then what's the point? What am I doing it for? 
you are like 10 people in your dm trying to like bro i'm not having it straight right now can you like fix me up and you know you have to like extend epinan to people but sometimes when you are doing it out of god you'll be like i didn't sleep for four days just to get this money and now somebody is just in my dm too i need 10 bucks from you i need 20k from you kind of thing when it's done outside god what i'm trying to say is that it can be stressing it can be like meaningless right you are there for people in other things you care about people but sometimes you just think they don't even care about me and then to the worst part where they might even want you dead or something praise god so whenever we are viewing life outside that it touches our relationship our finances our family even the church of god whenever we are doing it from the perspective that it's not god's own it gets tiring i'm going to bring us back to why how this relates to joseph and how we can use it for our being right now so however it's important to remember that we are not here by chance everybody here we are not born to nigeria at this season by chance or by mistake you're not born into that family you did not find yourself in that situation by chance everything is ordained by god and thank god we are all believers here so we are going to understand that from the perspective of people of faith so each of us have what we call destiny destiny is like the purpose like we can also call it purpose right the reason why we're created so to say but whenever this has been mentioned some people get edgy hey purpose how will i fulfill purpose in life am i even doing it correctly and all those stuff can eat our mind but i don't want us to take it like that i just want to take it as fulfilling purpose is like you are just living your life and when you are living your life in the hand of your creator there is no way you can miss out on purpose it's not possible for example the person that uh, invented this microphone invented it so that i can amplify the voice this is fulfilling purpose right now it will not be fulfilling purpose if it was under my bed in my room it's useless or let me think of what can i use this thing for again that looks like it's purpose uh i can't even think of one but let me use another thing as an example so let me say the armor instead of using it to nail I'm trying to use it to remove, especially the ones that does not have that tool behind it. It will be, I might succeed, I don't know, but it will be very difficult. It will be difficult to do it, unlike using a chisel. Am I correct? Is it chisel they used to remove? Yeah, unlike using a chisel to, sir? Crowbar, thank you very much, because we are, we are recording this. I don't want to sound incorrect. So a crowbar, it will be very easier for us to do. So let's bear in mind that if you are, in Christ right now, there is no doubt about it. You are going to fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. But sometimes on our journey, we, we already mentioned the odds that might be against us whenever we're on this path called destiny. So when this destiny comes with weight, you would agree. From Bible's teachings to life lessons, biographies, you would agree that it seems as if the bigger your your destiny or your purpose then it looks as if the battle will be almost equivalent i don't know if you have ever thought about life like that moses had his to battle for his life when he was a child i didn't even know because look at what his destiny was that big so as a first lesson we are jotting whatever you are going through right now if you have struggles in your life they are i believe that they are recipe for greatness they are recipe for greatness it, to me is actually a sign that you are going far if you have struggles and it doesn't mean about your financial status, whatever place you find yourself. Like the Bible says in, is this Second Corinthians or First? That says that we go through these things 
and God takes us out of them so that when we overcome, we can console others, right? So I strongly believe in that scripture. So whenever I find myself somewhere, it might be difficult, it might be dark. I know that God is using them for something. So we are still going through the story of Joseph, by the way. And then, like I said, this destiny can bring a lot of weight. You have to pay some price. If you're like myself, like I always tell myself, I am made to be a billionaire because I think I'm supposed to build shelter for people where people will stay there for free for like a year or two without even paying a penny. And then it looks like I'm, I have to pay some prizes. I have to take some, educate myself, do some runs that normal person that wants, that a destiny might be different from mine can like, you know, get away with. And that is to tell us that our destiny in life is different and then one destiny is not bigger than the other one. Everybody is unique in the hand of God and he has plans for them. Praise God. So to help us uh, navigate through life challenges, we can look to the story of Joseph, which is in the book of Genesis, because Joseph's story is famous for many reasons. But if we can teach, uh, but it can teach us valuable lessons on how to overcome adversity and succeed against all odds. So that was the interlude Get ready as we dive into the scriptures on uh, the story of uh, Joseph. Praise God. Praise the living Jesus. So right now, maybe you are jotting something. If you have a struggle, something that is like big, that is like the hold against you, you can jot it down. Probably as we go through, you are going to be inspired on why you are there and what God is doing through that situation. Praise God. Welcome, man. So... I was supposed to make my outline to go through us taking the weakness, the strength, but they are, um, they are written in a way that you will see the mixture of all of these things in between. So let's take the first Bible reading because this would not be complete without us reading our Bible. If somebody can quickly flip through to Genesis chapter 37. Genesis 37. Verse 2, I think that's the first mention of his name after he was being born, I think in chapter 36 or 35. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flocks with his brethren, and the lad was with the sons of Bila, and with the sons of Zippa, his father's wife. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil reports. All right, thank you very much. So the first lesson I have here is. Um, Let's call it hatred, right? Um, Joseph is the first child of his mother, but he's not the first of his father. We all know how the story was, right? So, and then it happened that the dad loved Joseph a lot, right? I want you to spiritually be sensitive and, you know, equate these characters with the divine. So right now you are being loved by God, like, unlimited right so he was so loved by his father that it was obvious to all of his brothers so that brought about this envy sort of but when you read through that chapter 37 what you find is that joseph had a free mind that's what i saw when i was studying he had dreams like literally dreams he, he saw them in his dream this is what i'm going to become this is what i'm saying and then he would just he was 17 years old, for Christ's sake. He would just go and meet his brothers. Hey, bro, what's up? This is what I... I'm sure if, the, if there was Instagram or Snapchat there, the dude would wake up from his dream and pick up his iPhone 14 and be like, yo, I had a dope dream. 
Like, yo, everybody's going to be bowing for me, even my brothers and all, right? And then they will see and they comment like, are you kidding me? I'm sure the first one might even block. <laughs> might even block Joseph, like, we even see, we report you to daddy so that they will seize your phone because you are posting nonsense, right? So we go to them and then have this conversation and then it showed that they envied and hated him, like, we are not, we are not making sense. Then also had the one that uh, showed the picture of his mom. You can study this when you get home because of our time is just 30 minutes with that. When um, he, he, uh, the father was in the second dream and then the father was like, keep quiet, what are you talking about? Is it really true that me and your mother, we are going to bow to you or something? But the Bible said that the, the man kept it in his heart. I think because he loved the son, but that, that, that does not relate to what I'm trying to bring out for our lesson today. So the first thing is that your destiny is going to bring envy, guaranteed. We can be naive and feel like somebody like me had to learn and I've had fake prophet walk up to me that the reason why I'm not progressing as much in life is because I talk about everything with my people. Praise God. Whether they are being true or they are not being true, we saw that in the life of Joseph. They tried to block him. They tried to suppress him. They tried to do everything possible to make sure that what's wrong with this dude is talking in the nonsense. Praise God. So, number one lesson is that your destiny is going to bring envy. A lot of envy. Praise God. Where Joseph, I think, let's discuss right now, the table is open for a minute or two. Do you think it was wrong for him to, to tell his brother his dreams? Do you think he should have just kept him to himself and fast and pray? God, take me there, you know, kabash for four hours like he should do. So anybody wants to jump in here? You want to say something? I think it's a place of personality. Yeah. Personality is not something you should say and you should say or you should say. Yes, like that, like, if you are someone that already mentioned that he's a free spirited person so it's just like that he's the kind of person that feels like he needs to tell people talk about what excites him i mean when something happens in my life like i'm happy about i don't know how to keep it i would have to just talk about it so i just feel that's just him it's just like you said a personal something all right thank you please let's have one more okay. don't worry you don't have a chance for other points sorry <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Um, just to check, how old was um, Joseph? 17. 17. That's it. So I think that's one factor to consider first. The age of someone. What would you have done? What, what I did when I was 17 and now is different. Or how I'd react, how I'd approach a thing, how I'd do something is different from how I will now. Now I will apply more like 
I'll be more logical like before my approach. So as of that time, I'm still a young guy, 18. So I would do as as it comes to me here. Capacity. You know, so thank you very much. All right, so we got that part. So what I want to tell us is you have done some things, some decisions, but sorry to break your heart. God uses all of those things to lead you to your destiny. Whatever that it might be, probably I don't know, went off the radar, you became a very crunk smoker and now you lost your lungs or your like whatever it is. So this moves us to where we are not going to go through the scriptures. I said we need to pick some point from there, but please you can try and read this in your house and you know you can use the audio, audio Bible, just let it play. Your subconscious will catch up with it, will catch up with it. So that led his naiveness was like a weakness. If we can still excuse him for his age, for his personality, but on the scale, on the bigger scale of things, we can say it was sort of like a weakness. And I think it was the only weakness I saw in that guy that was recorded. Praise God. But God had a reason for that, and he was able to use it because I feel if he didn't do that, there was no way he was going to find himself fulfilling whatever he fulfilled in life. So let's move on to the next thing. In my note here. I stated that uh, Joseph's brother hated him because of the dreams. Like Joseph, we may face hatred or oppression from others. We do not, uh, when we do not like even get, they don't understand us and they are not even supporting us. And then they just want to like, you know, pull us down. It can happen anywhere else. Work, Joseph was in his family. It can happen, sorry to say, in the house of God sometimes. Praise God. All right, so however, we should never let the hate of others stop us from pursuing what God has put in our hearts, which is our purpose. When it comes to purpose, what I got to understand about purpose is, like in the story of Joseph, Joseph had a dream, and then towards the end of the story about him in chapter 50, when he did a throwback, he was like, oh God. So this is what God was doing all along, right? It's not like in modern times now when preachers and coaches tell us to write down our dreams, meditate on them, do affirmation talk, right? I am this, I am strong, I'm going to be this and that. I don't think Joseph had that luxury of knowledge then. But God was still able to bring him to destiny. Praise God. So whatever God has placed in your heart, just know that God is able to take you there. Praise God. This will make sense when we get to the other part of the lessons where... Joseph should have even like given up, like there is no point pressing on. And wherever you find yourself right now, if you feel like there is no point, as a child, you wanted to be a doctor, but you didn't even go to medical school, and now you are just a social media manager. God is good. Amen? All right, so the second lesson here is the path that Joseph took to where he was going to. And then towards this part is where we are going to be looking at some of the strengths that he was able to unearth, praise God, that helped him, that we can also apply to our life. I hope we are picking something as we are going forward. So Jesus' story also shows us that the journey to fulfilling our destiny is really easy. It's really easy. Look at anybody doing great in life right now. You know, you see somebody, um, you see somebody living your dream life, and you just like, oh, God went. No, don't God went them. They went through some process. And everybody went through the process, but not everybody came out of the process. 
So let's see what Joseph did when he was in the process and how he came out. So Joseph, in his naiveness, his father sent him out to go feed his brother. And then that story should spark, the, remind us about David, right? Because we saw the characteristics of being a servant. So Joseph was in a way serving. So as, a, as an handout, like Jesus said, let the greatest among you serve, right? So if you want to be great, please serve. Amen? So Joseph was out there trying to like serve his brothers. They took him, put him in a well. The Bible said the well didn't have water, so he was alive there. Reuben blocked them from killing. I want to skip those, through those stories because you can read about them later, right? So they, they didn't kill him. They wanted to kill him, but somebody prevented his life. Now, that point is where I want us to take this first part from. If he had died, there was no purpose. His own destiny was not to die for people like Jesus Christ did. His own destiny was actually to go through and be alive for that day. Praise God. So God came through for him by using somebody to say, don't let us kill him. Let's preserve him. So I want to remind you right now, if you can scan through, if you can scan through your heart, where you had it rough, there was where God's voice spoke to you indirectly. Where you had no dough, that was how God used people to fundraise you. When it was dark and it felt like there was no tomorrow, there was how. There is always how. <laughs> there is always how God comes through for you. It might be so tiny that you don't even pay attention to it. So Joseph had that a lot in his life. When he got to that place, there was somebody that pointed him. Oh, what are you looking for? I'm looking for such people. Oh, this direction. Then when they want to kill him, there was like the brother that I don't kill him. Let's preserve his life, right? And then you will see throughout his story, when he got to Potiphar's house, that was Potiphar, according to the Bible, he said that a man is very jealous, born with anger, right? Maybe he would have stabbed Joseph, but he didn't die. Potiphar sent him to the jail where big people goes to, right? The jail where Pharaoh keeps his own prisoners, which is different. I feel like that was God's voice also. That was God's hand guiding him, right? And then in the prison, the, um, the warden was like a God's provision for him there, right? Praise God. So I want you to know that he is closer to you even at your lowest. That is for sure. That is for sure. Don't let anything rob you of that. God is closer to you even in your darkest moment. He is there. Praise God. So when Joseph was sold into slavery, he likely felt lost and unsure of his purpose. Like, how does this look like my brother's bowing to me? Like, literally just sold me out. How does it look like me being the king of the whole world when I'm a slave? I'm going to be a slave boy in Potiphar's house. It doesn't look like it. Sometimes where you're going to does not match where you're finding yourself. Praise God. So however, even in the midst of the darkest moment, God was with him. When we face adversity, we should trust God. We should trust that God is with us and that he has a plan for our lives. That, is, that should be our biggest, biggest plug. That should be our biggest reminder. God has a plan for us. Sometimes we try to compare ourselves. Sorry to say, oh, sorry to say, sorry to say. But not everybody is supposed to be popular. Not everybody is supposed to be filthy rich. Not everybody is supposed to be, I don't know. What you're supposed to be is according to what God says you are supposed to be. And you put desires in our heart. And your best life is only when you're living that one. Uh, there is this rapper that says that it's going to be a sad story when you made it in life. And they said, told you, you came a long way, but you, have, you came the wrong way. 
Praise God. I pray we don't go the wrong way in Jesus' name. So I have uh, okay, I already covered that part. So the part to our destiny is going to be tested. One of our strengths should be our faith in God because it's going to like protect us. We are going to see that in the next lesson. So this next lesson, I uh, tagged it the test. Uh, whatever you think you are, whatever element I think you are made up with is going to be tested. That is how it's going to stand. Praise God. So if you think that you are smart, you are intelligent, there is a test for your intelligence in life is going to come. Praise God. And it is only when we are in God that we can still stand. It is not your intelligence that will keep you through those tests. So as Joseph said in Potiphar's house, you can see the story in uh, uh, chapter 39. You know, I want us to look at something in that chapter 39. Can we open to chapter 39? In my notes, when I was when I was trying to make it look beautiful with uh, ChatGPT, I removed my verse uh, quotation there. So in verse 13, in chapter 39, we can scroll through with your uh, quickly. God, uh, the Bible says that Joseph was successful. Is it verse 2, 39, verse 2, or where? 2, yeah, great. Please, can you read it for us real quick? 39, verse 2. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man, and he was the heart of his master's situation. Now, that does not add up. Thank you. He wasn't his own boss, like all of us want to be my generation. He was working with somebody. It was a slave, practically. Staff is even different. Because I think staff, you'll be paid salary. You can quit. You have 95. We are not, this is not work time. This is public holiday. You can't stress me. I will resign. I will leave. But he was a slave. And the Bible said he was successful. Try to check through different versions. He was successful. So, and then that sparked the story of his father to me. Is his father or his, I think it's his father, the one that was in Leban's house. It was when he was dead that he, he got filthy rich. So, like I said earlier, service. So one of the characters of Joseph is he was a servant. What can servant mean today? It means like service. You can go and find out what it means today. Praise God. So he was there, and then he fe- there was a test for his integrity. The woman was attracted to him. Like, let's get down. And Joseph was like, ah, they play, you're not getting down, right? And then he got very serious. I'm sure Joseph might be thinking, maybe this might just dewind me. Until the woman grabbed her, like, come here. He's like, wait, are you serious? So then he said, everything in this house is in my hands. The Bible said that the only thing that the man kept for himself is the food that he put in his mouth. Everything was in care of Joseph, praise God. Now, there was a test on his integrity. Integrity is doing the same thing you do in public and private. And it's a very good characteristic that carry most of us to our destiny. It is very, very important to be a man of integrity because it will speak for you, even from God and with man. Praise God. So there was a test for his character and his integrity. Similarly, we will face tests in our own lives that will challenge our faith and morality. Our faith will be tested. Our morality will be tested. However, if we stay close to God and his word, please take note of that. Staying close to God, one, and his word, two, we will be able to see our situation through his eyes and make choices that honors him. As a side note, 
I might have want to use this analogy, but when I thought about it, it didn't match up because at this time there was no was it no there was no ten commandment yet. So how did Joseph be like sin against God? Who taught him? There was no law before that period. Have you ever thought about that? So he said, How will I do this thing and sin against God? Bro, there was no sin yet. There was no law because the Bible says when there is no law, there is no sin. So how did he? But when you study the book of I think Ezekiel, thereabout, or Jeremiah, the Bible said that it, it has been written on our hearts. So I still believe that everybody's conscience is from God, except those that have taken it far and then is now seared. So Joseph, Joseph had a father that was brought up literally in that kind of way. So I think that might have been impressed on him. And this is what brought that impression. Reuben slept with the father's wife. The Bible said, and the man knew about it, but the man didn't say anything at that period. It was when later it cost him. Praise God. So I think probably Joseph saw that before. I don't know the timeline, but I'm thinking he saw that before. That like, to sleep with somebody else's wife is not cool. So that was what was tested. But today we have the law. The law is not to keep us captive, though, for your own good. And when you check about all the laws in the Bible, it's not to bring you closer to God or to get more love. Sorry to say. It's for your own good. Sleep to somebody else's wife, that's how you get killed. Right? Drink too much, that's how you spend all your savings. Mention all of those things. It is for your own good, right? Cybercrime, you go to jail, you make somebody else's homeless, they lose their home. It's not cool. Praise God. So, however, if we stay close to God and his word, then we'll be able to see our situation through his eyes and make choices that honors him. I tried as much as possible not to grab things from the application Bible, but I couldn't resist this urge. The Bible said that, the uh, narrator said that Joseph was not the guy that asked God, why me? That was the God that uh, is the guy that asked God, okay, so what do we do now? We are here. He had a progressive mindset. He knows that if it is here already, there is no point saying, why me? Why am I the one that is an orphan? Why do I have this disease? You know all the whys that we ask in our lives, right? So let's learn from Joseph, knowing that God is with us. Even when we have gone off the track, he is still with us. Praise God. And that is the mindset that brings us forward every time we find ourselves on the low. And God will help us in Jesus' name. Lesson four, which is the last one. I love the title that I gave this one. I call it Coronation. You know, Coronation is the crowning process when you, like, ascend the throne. Joseph became the biggest boy in the world. It wasn't in Egypt alone. Because the Bible records that people came down from everywhere, right, to buy stuff. He became, like, an advisor. I think his position now would be special advisor to the president if he was alive in this generation. So he became the biggest guy. Whatever. Minister of Finance. He had all of those offices with him. Prime Minister. Thank you very much, ma'am. So, finally, we see in Genesis chapter 40 to 41. Please download your version Bible. Use NLT and then change the audio from that white man, old guy, to the female voice. And put it on. Don't put it on 1.5. Just put it on 1.1. And let it play. If you have a Bluetooth speaker, play it. You are going to enjoy this story. It flows well. Please try to do that. So Genesis 40 to 41, then 
Joseph's faithfulness and perseverance led him to a place of honor and success. Please note faithfulness and perseverance. One of my new bosses told me something about how integrity and uh, faithfulness have been tested at the lowest scale. So you are giving 50K to run and hard for someone because they won't check the metrics. You can actually spend 10K and get results, right? But when you start doing that, it's, go it's already affecting your destiny, where you are going to. You will still get there. You are in Christ, trust me. I would like to tell you by grace, you are not going to hell because you, you misappropriate funds, so to say. You might go, I don't know. But thing is, the devil does not come only to do what? To steal, to kill, and destroy. I got this inspiration a few weeks ago that every time we are we chose unfaithfulness against faithfulness or anything that is godly for the ungodly, we are letting the devil rob us. He's stealing from us. And then his own journey, he knows that he cannot snatch you away from God. So he's going to steal as much as possible. So, uh, praise God, are we still together? Please don't let us be distracted. We have like just two minutes or thereabouts of random. Whenever you are depressed, this might be, I don't mean to ruffle feathers, I'm just sharing this according to the Spirit of God. Whenever you are depressed, or whenever there is anything that you know in your spirit as a Christian that is affecting you, that is the devil robbing you. You discover that the job that you are supposed to do, you cannot do them because you are depressed. It's okay, you have sober moment. God is still with you in there. But know in your subconsciousness that oppression, robbery is going on. Even if it's for two minutes, the devil will always want to come and rob us. But that same scripture says that Jesus said, but I come that they may have life and have it what? Abundantly, praise God. So in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. So if you can just remember, keep friends that helps you remember the presence of God. Thank you for our president. She was there for me some time ago. Thank you very much, Nora. And then you discover that you are being robbed at a particular moment. But when, if you can just even crawl, struggle, come to his presence, you are going to escape that robbery at that period. It will not be smooth like what I'm saying on this mic right now. It might not be, you know, they say life is a movie, but it's difficult to believe it's a movie when you are not watching it. You know, you can forward, you can skip, but it's your life. There is no script, there is no director. Cut, cut, you are doing nonsense, cut. There is no cut. It is a progressive something. So please, it won't be smooth. Some of us find ourselves in difficult place for like 24 hours, 48 hours, one week, one month, six months, some people a year. But please, if you can just remember to come, and remember, bro, Joseph, things will be better. Although the road to fulfilling our destiny may be long and difficult, we can trust that God will guide us every step of the way. One of the highlights of the story again was when he was in jail, right? And then those, those uh, guys that were banished came. And then one was telling the dreams. Something spoke to me. If Joseph had, been, had succumbed to life's scolding of why you should you shouldn't have anything to do with dreams anymore whenever you hear you dream you should like excuse himself because it was his dream that landed him in prison right but he didn't let that take away his talent his gifts i'm sure the bible didn't just record it probably joseph had a lot of dreams on the way right 
So when somebody else came and tapped the drink, he was not even proud. This is another uh, characteristic that we should walk one way. He said, interpretation of dream belongs to who? Belongs to God. And that should spark a story of another person in the Bible, Daniel. Right? Praise God. So please let us know that even in your abilities, be humble. You can make strategies work. Be humble. Remember to be humble. And then when you help people, they might not quickly remember to help you back. So most times when you help, let it go. Be eager to even be the one to help and let it go. It's difficult. Let me say something as I round up. I think I'm one, hour, one minute behind time, but please just let me do this. I'm sure the guy will not listen to this pod, so I can use this example. So if I reached out to me, he needed to like pay some bills. I had it. My own dream or my own lifestyle is if I have it, I'm supposed to give it. It's not for me. So it reached out. I had it, but it was all that I had at that period. So I gave it. And then it was postponing. Okay, I'm expecting a payment from a client. When it comes, I'm going to search out. No problem. But it wasn't a dash. So I was always in his DM. What's up? So one day he came back from work and his apartment was boggled. His TV was gone. Everything was gone. So I checked on him first week. Second week, my man was like, bro, I need my money. <laughs> like, but the spirit was telling me, why would you want to ask your guy that was boggled for your money? It was difficult. But I had to just, it is what it is, right? So please, whenever you do something for people like Joseph, Joseph even, Joseph was not shy. Please let us take note of that part too. Keep your negotiations straight. Don't try to be shy, like, ah, oh, don't worry, I just go on for God. If you're not doing it like that, be sincere. So Jesus was like, when you get out and you get there, don't, don't forget me, right? I'm sure if there was Instagram, like the example I made, they will follow each other there, they put him on favorite, put notification on, so that when that guy is in palace and then he's posting selfies, Joseph will be like, Alpha, you don't forget me for here. Praise God. So, but the Bible said, I think it was two years later, According to the Bible, and then the guy was like, "Oh my God, that was a guy. There's this guy in jail. The guy." Then they sent for him, and then he was brought forward. Then the time of glorification, the coronation came. It happened as if it was suddenly, but it was a journey of a lifetime. So everything you are going through right now, they are all pieces of the old journey. Every single moment, the bad, the good, the ugly. So. In conclusion, the odds we face in life should not be viewed as limitations or roadblocks. You didn't have money to go for that master's course. Come on now. You didn't have... On that note, most of the people that are like giving doctorate degree, they didn't even go to that school. People like Kanye West, they gave him doctorate degree because he successfully produced an album that got a lot of... And they'd be like, let's give you doctor. And then people go and study what Kanye did. In school to get degrees what am i saying your life is in god's hands it dictates what success is to you and then when we trust in god and his plans for our lives we can overcome adversity and achieve greatness against all odds so with these few points from the bible i hope you have been inspired by god to press on to remain faithful to persevere to continue to dream against all odds, to press into God and his word so that you will reach and fulfill destiny. Praise the Lord. Amen.
Mar.